You are listening to an episode from Snakerikinarsk for Radio Nova. In this episode, Ampunsa, Kizia and Abby will bring you the topics of the ultra-rich, romanticizing our life and Washington DC as an independent state. You're listening to Snakerikinarsk on Radio Nova. My name is Mac and I am in the studio with the team, the news team today. Breaking news. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hi. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Uh, and uh, Ampunsa, you have uh, you have something to tell us today. So uh, over a short time now, yeah. there's a lot of conversation on billionaires, and like, I think it all started when the Indian guy, Gutram Andani, he surpassed uh, Jeff Bezos on the Forbes list to become the second richest man in the world. Apparently, he's um, five billion richer than Jeff Bezos and uh, 105 less billion richer than uh, Elon Musk. So Elon Musk is still the big dog in the race. And he's the Indian guy coming in with, uh, there's been a lot of conversation. And uh, the question I keep asking is, are these guys even necessary at all? Because mm. the tennis, they don't have that money. They, they don't pay themselves salaries, so they no. don't own that billions that we, we associate them with. They are all held in stocks and uh, shares, yeah. which they only pay taxes on if they do sell them. And the taxes on, it's called a capital gain tax, is so less that we as uh, normal people, we pay more taxes on the income and salaries we earn than they actually do pay on these uh, stocks they own. Someone will ask if they don't have this money, how do they buy private islands and jets and stuff? It's a system called uh, buy, borrow, and die. So oh. what they do is they they ho- they put all their money into, or they don't pay themselves taxes, so their money is basically kept in their stocks. So they maybe Elon Musk walks into DMB and says, I have 400 or 300 billion in Tesla stocks, mm-hmm. and I want a loan of... 50 billion and DMB will give him because he's going to characterize his uh, uh, wealth against it. So he takes the money, buys private island and the thing is, the more you take loans, you actually get tax breaks on taking loans. So oh. they, they took a lot of loans and get huge tax breaks and then they buy all these fancy cars and islands and stuff and then basically they die and then they will whatever they have to their descendants who don't pay taxes on it. In the U.S., I think Joe Biden tried to bring a new law that makes them pay, but Congress turned it down because it, it affects some of the First Amendment or something. I don't really Everything know. affects the First Amendment, apparently. And, mm. yeah, most of these guys, too, the, the issue is they, they claim they do philanthropic work. I remember when the... the the UN official in charge of uh, World Food Program, David Basley, challenged Elon Musk and said that uh, they could actually use six billion to save 42, 42 million people yeah. who were in dire need of starvation or were going to starve Food, yeah. in the next few days. And since they have this, if they do have this money, six billion, look at the list and then look at how much six billion is worth to these guys. It's worth very little, but because they don't care because they only do philanthropic ways only because it gives them tax breaks. So mm-hmm. what they do is they when they sell their shares and instead of paying 
uh, the capital taxes on it, they transfer it to the Bills Foundation, the Bezos Foundation, which they don't have to pay any taxes there because then it's going there for charity. And then if you look at sort of how they use the money, it's basically robbing Peter to pay Paul because then they like, oh, I'm flying to Africa to take balls. And then they pay themselves huge rewards for doing it. And then it's their foundation paying them. And because you can't tax the foundation, they get these monies free of charge to do whatever they want to pay off their huge loans they took from the banks where they also got tax breaks. So basically, are these guys necessary for society? Because mm. then they, we claim they have a lot of money. You know, it's a capitalist world, I understand it. And people will say like, oh, they work hard for their money. But mm. working hard is kind of uh, subjective. What is working hard to mm. someone living in Norway and mm. someone living in, say, India or someone living... It's more subjective to where you are and what is going on. So if you say, oh, they work hard for their money, they deserve to have it. Okay, then they should have it. They should spend it in a way that it benefits the whole society mm -hmm. in a whole. So if they do have 300 billion, then we expect them to have 300 billion that the government can say, okay, if you have this amount, I'm going to take this amount as taxes and use it for roads, for schools, yeah. for whatever. But they don't have the money. They only have it in sort of valuation and then they use it on to get what they want from us. So are they really necessary for us? Because in the long run, they benefit more than we benefit. All these jobs that they claim that they set up, there's always issue. I think when Jeff Bezos was out of space, there's a guy who organized the workers in Amazon that uh, they weren't being, it was unsafe environment, it was this mm -hmm. and this. And these guys... Look at how they spend the money these days. They fly to space. They, yeah. they say, oh, uh, I'm going to buy Twitter today, tomorrow. Like, oh, I don't want to buy Twitter again. And yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, basically, they, and then they tilt the policies in their favor because they're able to influence the people that we want them to go there to work for us. These policymakers are basically run rocks for them. So it's more like a rat race where they are the rat masters and we... And all the other people are just following in line. Mm. And they make more money from themselves, by themselves. And we are like, oh, yes, it's good. Somebody has three billion. But are they really necessary? Do yeah. they really help how, us? How much, mm. how much money do you need, first of all? Should, should there be a cap to how much somebody can ever earn? Um, I'm, when it comes to having too much money and not wanting to pay tax or... Uh, moving yourself to another country, right, to, to mm -hmm. not pay tax. Mm -hmm. Personally, I think, you know what, I can understand sometimes why you want to move and when you want to get another nationality so you avoid those taxes. But I think the most important is that, you know, you should invest some of your money into, into society because, uh, come on, what are you going to do with all of that? You're not that's gonna, that's mm -hmm. what I'm trying to explain, yeah. that when they claim that we are investing mm -hmm. in society through their philanthropic uh, foundations, actually, they're mm -hmm. just finding a more relaxed way to pay themselves by mm -hmm. not paying taxes. Mm -hmm. So they have all this so-called money just because they have it and they just use it how they want. It doesn't yeah, yeah. help anyone. There's it's no just real them. investment. It's, no, mm -hmm. we, we don't see it, so there's no real investment. Did you want to say something, Sophie? Yeah, is it not that... Elon Musk, I'm sure it might be Jeff Bezos, could like end world hunger with like forty percent of his profits or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Six billion yeah. can solve 
most of the world food, yeah. the UN food program. But then he made a joke out of it. He just asked the guy that, oh, come and do this and do that. And that was it. That was in about a year ago, 26 mm. something yeah. October. And mm. nothing happened. So they, he, he, I don't want to say he's an asshole, but he is kind of an asshole. Mm. He goes on Twitter. Why he's special. And he does all this, he writes all this stuff. And then he, yeah. like, oh, yes, come to my office and let's talk about it. And in reality, he, he doesn't really care. He, Instead, that's what he, he wants. buys Twitter, which is like, well, we're, what were you doing mm. with that, bestie? Or goes mm. to space. Yeah, what? Casual keys, yeah. One thing that really just freaks me out about billionaires or just politicians or people in power in general is that they are all talk, bro. It's so mm. scary. Mm. All of these empty promises that they make to society about what they're going to do. But then what scares me even more is you say all these promises about how you're going to help society. You obviously don't follow through with them. So what do you expect is going to happen? They're not stupid. They know that society is rapidly going downhill right now with a multitude of things going mm. on. So what is their plan? What are they thinking? What are they orchestrating? That literally, I can't wrap my head around it. It's really scary. And it just goes to show that they're not necessary in the society. No, they're not. But it's, you know, it's a power thing. Money calls money. You have some, you want more. And I feel like those people are like the new kings of this mod modern world, Thanks. you know? And there'll come a point where, where we'll be like, uh, that's enough. And maybe we'll completely cancel them maybe we'll find a way to hack Have into hack them mm. yeah, yeah, yeah I think <laughs> so I think it, there's gonna be a boycott or hacking or something because uh, it's it's ridiculous it's out of proportion it's out of proportion it mm -hmm. should not even be allowed that's insane mm -hmm. with everything yeah. that's happening like you say Kizia it's 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 not tolerable but somebody mm -hmm. somebody is tolerating it and some I mean it's not just one man or or a group of people working for one person it's I think there's a whole system behind it. Somebody is making money. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That but the wrong people. <laughs> my solution to billionaires is we should have a policy that kind of bans them. Nobody can hold so much money mm. in whatever they hold. In, that there should be like a cap that, okay, you can have money. It's, there's nothing wrong with yeah, having yeah. money. But to a point, then you are becoming a nuisance. Then we shouldn't let you have that money. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. if you're going to have that money, then we're going to tell you, how to use it. Someone will say it's very socialist, mm. it's very mm. USSR of me, but that's the idea that you can't hold so much money and just be like, oh, but I'm rich and do whatever you want. Yeah. You, have, you have to hold you accountable. If you want to have so much value, mm -hmm. we have to make it be value for the whole society. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Sophie. It's a note. I feel like I remember briefly hearing something about this um, called the Great Reset. Don't quote me on anything. I don't know a lot about finance and all that stuff. But um, something to do with, like, the fact that, like, um, kind of, like, normal people are accumulating too much money now through, like, property and Airbnb and things like this. Like, people that shouldn't become rich and the idea of, like, the class system are becoming rich. So there's talk of, like, this, I don't know, sort of great reset, it's so-called, that... I'm not sure how, um, like, the ins and outs of it, but it's going to be, like, carried out by the government to make all that money go back to the rich and kind of leave the people that have made it, like, some sort of, like, new tax system or something mm. in order to put people back in their class system because mm. that's the way that no the world way. goes around. But Seriously? Yeah. But that's, that's, that's easy to do in this modern society because then, for example, when this happens... In economic way, it creates a bubble 
and when the bubble is formed, eventually it's going to burst like mm. what it did in 2018, yeah. 2008. So the government doesn't really need to do much about it. But the tenants, even when this happens, the billionaires like JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs, they get government mm. bailout. So they still become rich again. Yeah. And then the normal people who are, who used, the stripper who used to have five houses, uh, can't own anything else. So she goes back to zero. Yeah. But then the big guys, the rich guys, will get back from the state a lot of money. So mm-hmm. it is yeah. the kind of the great reset that it is. Yeah. I, th- I think that kind of goes off of the idea that like money, unfortunately, in the society is power. So, like, as much as we're like, okay, well, we need to put regulations and kind of restrict how much money they can earn. And, like, I'm all for that because, like, what do they need that much money for, you know? But at the same time, they have people in their pocket within the government. And I know this is very much the case in the U.S. Um, Like, for example, you can only, like, run for president if you have the money to Mm -hmm. make all these advertising campaigns and stuff like that, which that shouldn't be a requirement for running a country. Maybe, like, being capable of running a country should be a requirement. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's not the problem. I mean, it is a problem. But anyway, so I think the idea that, like, putting these regulations in place is fantastic, but it's going to be so... Because, like you said, they get government bailouts, and they have all these people all over the country, all over the world in their pocket to help them maintain their wealth. And, like, that's really frustrating just to have to see that and be like okay there are so many people who could use that money for Mm. better things and it's just yeah i think that's the scary part also uh in when i think about jeff bezos going to space right Mm -hmm. the guys can afford to go to space what if they took more control what can they afford Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. how yeah, much danger can we be in actually because mm-hmm. of one day they get an idea and it's like oh well, mm. we gotta do this and if you guys don't agree shit's gonna go down right. <laughs> scary yeah. the question is even how much are they already controlling that we don't know about yeah. Yeah. clearly if the, like the fact that we only just found out a couple of months ago that they were able to go to space obviously that's been orchestrated for months years mm. even decades mm-hmm. even yeah. we don't know what they have under the surface ready for society and we don't know how to tackle that because no. they are the ones like playing the strings right now yeah. and we're the puppets unfortunately yeah. Yeah. it's a bit depressing hmm. I, I keep trying to think oh what's the solution to this what can we do about it but we are only just we're, we're only like small humans in then this, we like, talk right? about it you know just yeah. talk and then share <laughs> the idea and, and awaken the those people on the street that don't know anything about it, that are not even aware of what's going on. There's lots right, of right. ignorance. Knowledge so. and power, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And also, yeah. Elon Musk, tune in. Don't be shy. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Elon guess Musk. Hashtag Twitter. <laughs> yeah, get him trying yeah. to. Be sure and Twitter. I mean, sure looking at the way he does things, he, I wouldn't be shocked. Tomorrow you get a call like, okay, I want to defend myself with you guys. Because he doesn't mind. That, that's that's the way he's built up yeah. his whole image. That right. okay, I'm Elon Max. If you say something about me, I have to respond. I mm. need to let mm-hmm. you know what yeah. I think mm-hmm. as well. So you say, oh, why didn't you buy Twitter? It's like, oh, because the guys there are blah blah blah. Like he always right. has some mm-hmm. sort of explanation. Like why are you having so many kids? Like oh, population collapse. Like are you sure? Because right. Come on, look at India. Look at the other place. There's so many people. Right. We can't even feed. And you're saying population collapse mm. from where? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't see it around me. Where do you see it from? I need yeah. him sources. I don't just want his conversation. I'm mm. like, 
write me a paper, write me an essay. I will grade it for you. Then we, <laughs> then we can have a chat afterwards. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's quite scary like that he's bought Twitter. He's literally bought our ability to respond. Did he buy it or did he no. decide no, he buy, not he to buy it? He decided, yeah, he decided yeah, not to. My portfolio suffered. Okay. My portfolio suffered. That's all I'm going to say. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. I haven't looked at it since. Oh, no. We won't yeah, talk about I, it. I, I stopped using the app the moment he said he was going to buy it yeah. because then I was like, what? why does he... What is the interest in Twitter for him? Right. Is there yeah. something special that I don't know? Of course there is. Okay, then I'm walking yeah, away. Whatever you think. Right. It's, it's a power play. play. It's mm. a power play. Bro's calculated. I, uh, I mean, honestly, mm. there's not that much bad things that he can get from me on Twitter. Nah. Just very weird tweets like, was hungry at 3 a.m.? And bro's like, no, you weren't. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably very entertained to be in this board at night. Mm. Okay, we wrap this up. Thank you so much for uh, bringing this uh, on Pun Sites. Uh, Yet another good topic. Uh, so Elon Musk, feel free to reach out if you have something to say <laughs> to us uh, in the form of an essay, uh, as yeah. Abby will be yes. fixing this. <laughs> and this is Kizia's segment now. Hello, hello. What's good, guys? What's good? <laughs> um, I just wanted to talk, you know, a little bit about something that's been kind of crazy on social media. I'm back talking about social media again, my only personality trait. But <laughs> something that I like to call romanticizing your life. And I'm just going to explain what that is for people who might not be on TikTok or mainstream media right now. It's basically just taking the nice, the positive aspect of your life and just stringing it together to create this, I would say false reality, but okay, it's not really false. It's more orchestrated. Um, and it's not just on social media. We apply it to our everyday lives um, in the form of, you know, having a crush and, you know, picturing your whole life with them, wife, kids, all your future with them, only to snap back to reality and realize that they don't even know you exist. Mm. I'm not speaking based on experience, guys. Or am I? <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. But, yeah, um, one thing that I realized about romanticizing your life is it's a cute little idea. It's... It's a, it's a nice way of, you know, taking a step out of reality if things are getting too stressful, things are getting too harsh, especially during the pandemic, you know. Um, sometimes we need a little bit of a romanticism in our lives, you know, just to get out of that negative headspace. But I think there's a very fine line between romanticizing your life and being in a state of pure delusion. Mm. and I think that's what you know social media like there's nothing light about it we always take everything too far we oversaturated the whole concept of romanticizing our lives and I think it's causing more harm than good if I'm being completely honest um for example on TikTok if you watch like what I eat in a day videos or even mm. um YouTube videos where it's like oh this is what I eat in a day as a vegan exciting not clickbait you know the vibes <laughs> but you'll see one beautiful plate of food in one clean organized corner of the kitchen but you don't know that outside of that camera lens there could be absolute chaos going on in the background they could have burns on their arm from cooking little scrapes on their finger the food might even taste like shit excuse my language the food might not even be good to begin with so there's so many ways that i i do understand you want to create this aesthetic and something that's appealing to the human eye but when we're consuming things that are being made appealing on purpose all the time, we start to think that our lives should be like that mm. in real life. But we have to just accept that, yes, there are beautiful parts of our life, but we have to realize that the, the bleak reality is our lives can be pretty mundane, pretty regular, sometimes boring. But that's just something that we kind of have to accept, you know. 
Um, but unfortunately, like the media is the only way that we witness these aspects of people's lives. And transparency has never been like the strongest suit of people on social media. I've been guilty of it too. Like if we go back to the pandemic, um, while I was in the middle of school, I don't know if you guys saw videos of, oh, what I study in a day, or this is how I prepare for my exams during online school. Mm-hmm. I was guilty of that whole craze. Like I would take aesthetic pictures and videos of my laptop, me opening the class, classroom um, on Microsoft Teams attending class no one knows that I attended that class for five minutes took the video (laughs) left the class and I went back to bed I'm being so serious but no one needs to know that on social media 